Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm your host, Barbara Wesley Gray, speaking to you live from Brooklyn, New York. This is the 23rd of April, 2017, and again, we welcome you to our show. It's really a pleasure to have you join us this afternoon. Over in our neck of the woods, we have a little sunshine. We hope the same thing over in your neck of the woods. Uh, We have uh, an exciting show. We have a special guest with us again. Uh, This is Brother Melvin Blackman. And also, my lovely wife, Dr. Dora Gray, is with us. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Great, great. And how are you doing, brother? Yes, good afternoon. Uh, So, as always, before we start, uh, we give homage, uh, we give respect and gratitude to the One Most High, to our ancestors, to the Eurishas, to the deities and guardians and angels. And we would like, being that the topic of our show, it's about um, the deceased, the late brother, Christopher Wallace, also known as Biggie Smalls, Big Notorious, and uh, Papa, Big Papa. <laughs> yes, indeed. He's an ancestor. So we're, we're going to honor him and other ancestors within our immediate family, within the village. And please stay with us. Omi tutu, ona tutu, ire tutu, aloha ni bijuba. Ibashe. 
Cool water, cool road, cool house. It is the owner of the day we respect. We get praise. It is the spirit of the east we respect. We get praise. It is the spirit of the west we respect. We get praise. It is the spirit of the north we respect. We get praise. It is the spirit of the south we respect. We get praise. It is the divine of order we respect. We get praise. It is the divine of Satan we respect. We get praise. It is the spirit of the earth we respect. We get praise. It is the spirit of the divine message of transformation we respect. We get praise. It is the spirit of those who dwell. dwell in the realm of the ancestors we respect. We give respect. We give respect. We give respect. Ashe. Ashe. Ah, yes. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your energy with us as we pay homage to our ancestors. And again, we'd like to welcome our brother, Noel Blackman. It's a pleasure to have you with us, my brother. Thanks for having me. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, it's special in that we're actually um, bridging the gap, as it were, mm -hmm. uh, being part of the solution uh, that has presented us in terms of the problem of elders mm -hmm. and, and parents and uh, uncles and aunts mm -hmm. not being able to have a healthy relationship with the youth, mm -hmm. with the younger generation. And a lot of that has to do from a spiritual, intellectual, mentally, emotional, and cultural perspective. Mm -hmm. And that's why I, I'm really uh, delighted to have you in, in, in our home and in our, our the, uh, studio mm -hmm. to share with us your experience as a teacher mm -hmm. of, uh, of uh, uh, our brother, dearly beloved, uh, uh, Christopher, Christopher Wallace, mm -hmm. which is what you know him as. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we had you on the show before with your, uh, with your son, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm forgetting his name. Donnell. Donnell. And um, it was a pleasure to have him on board. And plus, uh, he grew up with uh, with Christopher Wallace, yeah, yeah. Uh, Biggie Small, mm -hmm. as well as um, Brother Push Mabusha. Uh -huh. And he called in from from a Philadelphia, mm -hmm. I believe. And we were able to get some insight, mm -hmm. but uh, we we were dealing with a, a limited time, as it were, mm -hmm. to really get dove in, inside. Uh, of, of your experience mm. with him as a teacher and as a friend and as a mentor. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd like to share with the listening audience that uh, Mr. Blackman, he's a founder of the Burning House Project, and uh, Mel was born in December of 1947 to Winston and Ethelene Blackman. Mel is, is the eldest of three siblings, and although he came from a fairly strict background, he wound up turning to the negativity of the streets of Brooklyn after turning 18. Mel was not a bad person, however, but did get into trouble from time to time. Fortunately, didn't uh, lead him to, to prison. He was very blessed to not have to go through that experience. Mel has worked since he was 15 years old, and even though he later fell into substance abuse, he always managed to keep a job. Mel has been a drug and alcohol, he has been drug and alcohol free since March 7th, 1986. Uh, that's 31 years. And Mel is a graduate of Boys High School, class of 65, but his addiction and issues prevented him from completing his college and drafting school attempts. Mel went from being a daycare center to working in the public school system in the maintenance department, and due to a much higher pay scale, however, he he uh, he left that job in 1993 to go into the lower salary position as a substance drug counselor in Harlem. Uh, Mel retired in 2013 after 20 years in the field, and he now spends his time bringing the focus of the Burning House Project to prisons and community-based venues as well. 
Some of Mel's accomplishments in his sober life are as follows. That's author of Crises in Urban Black America, The Enemy We Choose Not to See, a very great book that I highly recommend to you, uh, those of you who are listening. He's also the author of a drug prevention book for parents of preteens, You Are Not My Friend, which is the title. Also, he's an author of a comedy play titled Feet, and the author of a substance abuse booklet titled Played, as well as the psychodrama of the same title. He's also a U.S. patent holder, trademark, trademark holder, and owner of multiple copyrights. And part of the worldwide exhibit, Inventions in Black, and many more accomplishments. So needless to say, you've been very busy for yep. your, your years <laughs> on this planet. Yeah. So uh, would you care to add to what I just shared with the listening audience in terms of what you've been doing um, currently? Within the community? Oh, it's, uh, sure, but uh, um, it was actually all the, all these accomplishments that I made were um, after I put down the substances, mm-hmm. you know, which is because uh, I was more or less doing a moonwalk, you know, because <laughs> I was always good in school, man. You know, I had good, had good grades. I was a, a star, a star athlete, and a track athlete. And oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was um, a, star, a cross country uh, and track athlete in, in boys high, and the um, which was an interesting story because I just. Became an overnight success with uh, in in uh, cross country, which is something that I never ran. Uh, and the first time I tried, I ran away from everybody. <laughs> you know, true true story. So like I went from being like a basically basically unknown to uh, everybody in, in the in the state knew me, <laughs> knew my name. Awesome. Was this the boys and girls? Boys no, no, boys and yeah, we go be careful then. Okay. Right. Boys, boys, all right. Yeah, <laughs> we, you know, we don't do that. Oh, before you slipped there. Yeah, back then. Yeah, back. <laughs> but but yeah, I found out something uh, uh, in, in in research when it comes to boys uh, boys because originally I found out there was a boys and girls high first many oh. many many years ago. I mean, like yeah, oh, I, back in the 30s or something like that, right? There was a boys and girls. I think it was in Manhattan, and then. They said you know, there's there's too much distraction between you know, the the sexes, so they you know it, it went to this the specialty school so to speak, mm-hmm. so they broke it up and they made a boys high school and a girls high school mm-hmm. and as as you know boys high school was on Marcy Avenue eight thirty two I think is the address, mm-hmm. and girls high school it was is on uh, on uh, Notion Avenue mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in between Macon and. Um, uh, Macon and Halsey, I think it is, right? Yeah, in between Macon and Halsey. Right. But then, wh- while I was in high school, you know, from 62 to 65, they were always talking about building this brand-new high school, this brand-new high school, you know. Yeah. And when well, I graduated in 65, still no brand-new high school. So years later, I think I think they built boys, boys and girls high school in the 70s or something like that. But I was I was long gone, you know. Mm-hmm. So the uh, so that's where it is. So but like I said, it was inter- interesting to find out that it started out as a boys and girls high school combined mm-hmm. I can't remember, you know, like anybody could Google it and find out when it was. I think it's back in the 30s or something right. like that, you know. Right. But um, but as you and I you know, by boys and girls high school, it was two separate buildings. Yes, two, yes, yeah. Yes. But um, yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's basically you know, about that. But but as far as like what, like I said, all the things I've accomplished, it's only because once I put down the drugs, because I was doing fine, you know, until I picked up, uh, you know, alcohol first, and then you know, what was it after? after uh, I, you know, after I graduated, <clears throat> and like I said, you know, um, as you as you were was, uh, telling the audience, after I turned 18, because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I graduated at 17, mm-hmm. you know, but after I turned 18, you know, I'm I'm a man now. I'm smelling myself, you know, so like I'm <laughs> I'm drinking and hanging out and yeah, doing all yeah. kinds of 
stuff like that, right? So, but I got stuck on stupid basically from uh, 18 to um, to 38 when, mm. I put, when I put down the drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but I was always like functioning, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, you know, outwardly, but which is what many of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we learned how to be slick enough. Yeah. To to keep it. Oh yeah. Camouflage. Right. Yeah. I was. I was. I was. I was cool. I was mm-hmm. so cool. I was, you know, I was slicking myself. But <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, I was so cool that I, I used to envy people later in the, in the gutter because that's the way I felt. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have to pretend that they were in the gutter because they were already there, right? right? But I'm in the gutter mentally, <laughs> yes, yes. right? But I'm trying to fool the people around me and act like I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was a bum, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a well-dressed bum, yes. you know. But um, yeah, but that's what it is. But once I put down the, you know, the chemicals and all the creativity that I already had, right, mm-hmm. came back into play. You know, so I just now was you able to share any of that story with with, with Christopher? With, with oh Dickie? no, 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 on any level? No, no, uh, no, no. Or uh, were you inclined to um, uh, interject to him the dangers of of alcohol and? No, no, uh, he, he was too young <clears throat> at that period when you were. Well, not only that, uh, I was still doing those things. Oh, and don't don't wow. forget, like he he was in, okay. he, he was in my class during in the seventies. And what you was still yeah, I was still functioning. I was, yeah, because I didn't stop I didn't stop uh, doing what I was doing until until nineteen eighty six. Mm. Yeah, because I first picked up alcohol when I was um like seventeen. Uh-huh. And uh, heroin, you know, I I, I, I you was know, doing dope and coke until mm-hmm. from from twenty one to thirty eight. Ah, you know, but the thing is that the uh, when I, when I was when I was his teacher, you know, I was. You know, down down low with that. You like, yeah. I'm, I'm, like when I'm on the job, I'm, I'm okay. But when I'm, when I'm not there, I'm like, you know, snorting up Peru and drinking this, that, and the other. Because yeah. Because yeah. I, I, the last time I had a drink was in 1983. Because I, I stopped drinking in 1983. But you know, I wasn't doing th- those things. You know, when I'm in the classroom. Mm-hmm. But I was. I'm, I'm not going to tell any. I'm not going to talk to anybody about you know any of these things. You know, then. Now this this could explain um, as you're speaking. Mm-hmm. My thoughts came that a lot of teachers mm-hmm. and and and. My wife, Dora, her past mm-hmm. uh, professional career has been eight or nine years of teaching mm-hmm. within the public and private school sector. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear about some of these teachers that abuse the uh, students mm-hmm. that they're charged with caring for. Oh, okay. What came to my mind was that mm-hmm. some of these teachers mm-hmm. might be substance abusers, alcohol, yeah. and other drugs. Yeah. So they're not able to really monitor their behavior. Mm-hmm. Depending on what level right. of abuse they're involved, right. and they slip, and before you know it, there's a student that's you know they're interacting with, yeah. and they cross the barrier yeah. because of the fact that they're not able to rationalize uh, and, and well, well, that, behavior. Well, that, actually, I, I I think that it, you know, that's um, that could be like separated, you know, because like a person that's that's um, into abusing, you know, well, you know. A child, basically, uh, like sexually, anything like that, right. they're already there. They don't, they don't need to be getting high. I mean, they, they don't need a chemical. Well, what I mentioned, yeah. though, mm-hmm. normally, though, if you have that inclination, right. if you're not high, right. you're able to keep a check on yourself. Mm-hmm. But after you get, especially alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, and other drugs, but alcohol allows that part of the brain, yeah. which are not really that versed in, called the reptilian area of the system, whether mm-hmm. which allows those urges to just right. be on, uh, you know, to just be let loose yeah, no, without no. any control. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So uh, yeah. um, there's a lot to say about 
the, the whys and why not to why people mm-hmm. who who teach right. and are charged with, with caring for our people, our children and teaching them yeah. how um, it can be a very precarious situation. Oh, sure. If you are yeah. a substance abuser. See, yeah, because uh, the only reason I I can't answer that is because like you know, that that wasn't my story, but like mm-hmm. in general, yeah, it could be some yeah. a whole yeah. bunch of other people's story. You know, I yeah. I, I don't know because that was in. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to to really not really uh, getting into that mm-hmm. too deep. Okay. Maybe another show. Okay. But it's a good thing that we touched mm-hmm. upon it. But for now, we're going to take a short break, mm-hmm. and um, we'll be back with you momentarily. Quincy Lexington Open Door Daycare Center. 
And the, uh, you know, that's why his, his mother's the one who told me she said you was first teacher, right? Because like, you know, so I never even thought about that. You know, mm-hmm. I, w- I was his first teacher. You know, mm-hmm. and besides, like I would stop by the house sometimes, you know, to, to talk to her because like he was a handful. I mean, he was definitely a handful. You know, he was <laughs> he was a handful in the head. <laughs> you know, anytime anybody uh, uh, interviews me of uh, would interview me about me and say, what, is, what was he like as a child? So he was a pain in the neck. <laughs> no, he, no, he was. He was he was literally a pain in the in the, in the neck. Uh-huh. But but the, but uh, and and the, his, his mouth was was too quick, you know. Sometimes with his mom, I say, "Yo, that's your mom, man. You uh-huh. need, need to back off of that," you know. Yeah. And like, yeah, this is, uh, and I'm not I'm not you know, breaking any confidential thing here because like, uh, it's it, well it, 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 it was it was known, like, and, and and like stuff that he said and stuff that she said and, mm-hmm. and different uh, things, you know. But they were like, uh, I was, and, and <laughs> this is funny because like I I told you I worked in. Um, I worked in the, in, in drug rehab. Mm-hmm. I worked there for 20 years until I retired uh, in 2013. And but <laughs> it all started basically when I was working in daycare. That you know the the problematic children mm-hmm. right in the classroom right. Yeah. They were assigned to me because mm-hmm. you know, there's three teachers because I knew how to handle them. You know. Yes, yes. Because because like, you, know, you, know, you know about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean because like I mean I I knew how to do. I'm saying what you did. Well, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Why me? It was like. Yes. It, it, uh, uh, Certain places like I knew I know a few words of Spanish. My doing oh, see Mel, I know Mel, Mel, Mel doesn't sling it like that. I don't, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, and I don't, I don't understand. I'm trying to catch one word or, or two words here, right? He said, no, you stop sending people to me, you know. Yeah. Come on, man, you know. But the thing is with the, uh, with, 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 with Chris, is that his, um, um, the reason he sticks out because like you know, there's about six or seven kids that this. To stick out up to this day, right? Because of certain things that they did, mm-hmm. you know, certain characteristics that, that these kids had about them, right? Yeah. I didn't know he was going to be a big rap star, right? Yeah. I, I thought he was going to be in, in prison because of, uh, for, for being a corn artist. Ah, because, like, you know, they meant for real. I mean, uh, that's why. He showed he was, those traits early on. He, okay. At six years old, he showed the traits of because he used to con the other kids out of. Out of their, their their milk and their cookies or whatever or, or toys and stuff like that. And I'm watching him and no, no, he he wasn't being a bully. No, he was being a manipulator. But he could have been because he was thick yeah. enough to, to to take it from these these other you know, spawny little kids. because ah. they're all six. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is, like he's he's talking. I think on, on our last interview, I said I met Chris when he was 27. No, he was in a six-year-old body, God. but his brain was 27 years old. You know, and and he was talking and he would talk to other little kids. And and they where they would willingly hand him stuff that they didn't want to give up with in the first place, and he had so much game about him, you know. Uh-huh. So I mean, like I said, there's about five or six other kids I remember because of different traits that they had. I don't know where they were gonna. I don't even know where they are today, right? right? But he just happened to be become this this big, well-known star, right? Mm-hmm. That lived around the corner, yeah. right? You know, and it was a friend of my son's, you know, that that I know, right? Yeah. But I don't know what happened to the rest of them. Maybe they, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, but they stuck out for certain reasons. But this guy, I literally, literally, literally told him this on a couple of occasions. Chris, you need to stop doing stuff like that. You know, like you know, con these, you know, and I'm not con. I'm saying you can't. I can't remember what you were in music when I'm talking to a six-year-old, yeah. right? I said you can't keep doing this and and and, and t- talking people out. You know, these little mm-hmm. your classmates out of their stuff, right? Out of it was a toy, whatever it is, right? I said because like that's not right. I said because when when you get into the first grade, into the first grade. I said somebody's gonna hurt you because like now he's in, in in a population where there's first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, sixth grade children. Yeah. So I, knowing him, I said he can probably go and he's probably run game on everybody. Mm-hmm. I said somebody's gonna hurt you. 
You can't do this. Mm. But guess what? Nothing happened. Mm. <laughs> because <laughs> it worked. Mm. You know, it's charisma. <laughs> you see, it snatch up everybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. But he, boy, did he have game. So, like, you know, when when uh, when I found out about him with this, you know, uh, you know, um, well, not well, not so much rap, but like him, what they call spitting, yeah. right? Yeah. And they said, yeah, Dad, you know, do, do you know the, the Chris could spit? I just spit. You know, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like anybody can spit, right? <laughs> he says, no, no, Dad, I'm talking about you know, like, oh, but uh, 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 rap, because I knew I knew what rap was. Yeah. But um, he said, you know, he, he said, yeah, he's good with words. I said, you, you, you're telling me. Uh-huh. I knew that before you met him. What are you telling me? Right. I know he's good with words. He's too good with words, right? right? So then, I mean, that's that's that, that's what I know about him. But like when you would ask me something before about them that I that I um, tell him about anything, right? I didn't. That's why one of our people interviewed me and asked me, like, you know, uh, when he was when he was a kid, did did he have any special interest in music? And I was like, not n- nothing more than any other kid that I know, right? Mm-hmm. I said, but, no, but what what I do remember because I'm not see somebody else might tell you, yeah, I noticed something in that kid. I, and, I, and I sat him down in, this, in, in, in the daycare center, right? And I sat him down and said, right, listen, son, you know what you got here? You, you need to cultivate that. That never happened. Mm-hmm. I, I, I spent all this, most of my time telling, well, keeping an eye on him so he's not conning somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, he, had, he had game already. <laughs> <laughs> so that was no surprise when they said he was good with words. I'm saying, you're telling me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I must share with you also, Mel, mm-hmm. and the listening audience, that uh, earlier today, uh, my wife, uh, she, she has, she's just so talented. Mm-hmm. And um, along with being a, a teacher, an educator, uh, interfaith minister like myself, mm-hmm. a, a Reiki mm-hmm. uh, master, healer, practitioner, mm-hmm. um, and a, a not just teacher on, on the uh, cerebral level, uh, intellectually, but also a uh, a teacher of music. Mm-hmm. He's taught uh, violin and guitar mm-hmm. and voice, bass. Mm-hmm. Um, was a director and orchestra leader mm-hmm. of, of a, a, a director of a band. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also a poet. Mm-hmm. So this morning, uh, she had the opportunity of uh, displaying her her work mm-hmm. to a, a live audience, and um, it really touched people that they were in tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure that you're able to do the same thing when you talk to certain people, mm-hmm. especially with some of the venues that you go to and you share your life, mm-hmm. history, and the work that you've done that people get, mm-hmm. you know, from their heart. And um, uh, it's no accident that I don't feel, I feel the ancestors and spirit is always working through us, that um, I'm fortunate <laughs> to have a wife who has so much talent, but I'm also touched by her in depth. Uh, her being able to really go into the psyche mm-hmm. of us as a people mm-hmm. uh, of African descent, specifically. And what was the name of the poem that you you read this morning? Wall of Shame. Wall of Shame. Yeah. And she actually was the only was what four or five other poets. There were ten of us. Ten of us. They they recited today. Yes. Wow, I didn't see that. <laughs> so I'm sure at my age, you know. <laughs> well, that shows it was interesting. Yeah, it was time interesting went quickly. Time quickly. Yeah. But uh, she was the only one that was able to recite her poetry by memory. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's a sign of someone who really, mm-hmm. you know, horns their craft right, right, right. As, as a person who, who uh, uh, you know, is of the spoken word. Right. And Biggie was renowned for that. <laughs> he was able to compose... Right on the turn of a dime. Instantly, yeah. A poem. 
You give him a subject matter, and yeah. he would turn around and, and diverge yeah, for yeah. about five minutes, contemplate, yeah. you know, what he's going to say, and come up with something that lasts maybe yeah. for about a two or three minutes. Yeah. I would like to think I was channeling him. Oh, you're, yes. You're in the biggie. Yes, yes, indeed. Because, yeah. you see, that's another part of our experience mm. as the people of African descent. Mm. We're very spiritual people. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we're led to believe that our spirituality is uh, uh, compartmentalized mm -hmm. within a certain framework mm -hmm. of religious order and understanding. Right, right. But uh, like my citing libation, mm -hmm. that's something that was taken from us, mm -hmm. our ancestors, mm -hmm. going back some 400 years plus, mm -hmm. where we connected with, with spirit mm -hmm. in a very special way, in right. a very real way. Right. So uh, there are some of us who realize that we have our ancestors with us at all times. Mm -hmm. We might call them angels, mm -hmm. you know, deities, mm -hmm. Yerishas, and so forth, guardians. Mm -hmm. But uh, indeed, uh, we even have the word, what's the word, muse? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that muse is really an ancestor mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Would you care to share more thoughts about that? Or, you know, about having a muse? Yes. Well, I believe that we all have a muse. Mm -hmm. We all have, well, at least one muse. Mm -hmm. But I also am not confused that many people are not able to benefit from their muse because they deny it. Mm -hmm. A muse is not going to say, oh, I'm going to help you with this song. Or I'm going to help mm -hmm. you with this. It doesn't work that way. You mm -hmm. have to be willing to accept and receive mm -hmm. whatever the muse is going to do. Otherwise, it's going to sit silent. They're not mm -hmm. forceful. Mm -hmm. They're there to help you, not to tell you what yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, Mel, I see that you you obviously have a muse mm -hmm. that you connect with, you know, and I'm sure that your inspiration to write about your life, mm -hmm. you know, especially the drug use and so forth mm -hmm. and the, the uh, asocial behavior, mm -hmm. you know, uh, allow that muse to say, yes, he is speaking truth. Because I think the word is truth also. Uh, love, two words, love and truth, has to be prevalent within your psyche in order to allow the muse to come through uh, in a very profound way. Am I all centered there with that thought? Well, that's very possible. That's very possible. Mm -hmm. I, I think love and truth would definitely add mm. to that relationship. I'm not sure whether they whether it's mandatory that they exist, uh -huh. okay. but it would mm. certainly enhance that relationship with the muse. Because from your your works mm. and from what I know about you, that's your part of your persona mm. is truth and love. Absolutely. Love of yourself, mm. which was part of your poem by the way also, right? Uh, that's right. You know. Yeah. And and I think that um to in the form of forgiveness. Yes. And you forgave yourself. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It allowed you to write that particular book yeah. and, and to do the work that you're doing as mm -hmm. a counselor therapist, mm -hmm. you know, within the prison system. And, and, and that's, some, I'm sure, a story that you're able to share mm -hmm. with those who are being challenged and you know, saying, yeah, I can listen to him. Yeah. Yes, I can, I can buy his book. I know I'm mm -hmm. going to get something from it, yeah. which is about to happen to Dora. People are listening to her, yeah. and they will be buying her books. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And that's the intent to mm -hmm. give people mm -hmm. something of value. Something of something yeah. Something of yeah. value. It's not to promote myself mm. or it's not it's not necessarily for entertainment, right. even though it can be right. quite entertaining. Right. Right. But that wasn't I get, focused. I I I I get it totally good. Yes. I I, I wrote a a poem um 
um, <laughs> it, it, as a matter of fact, it's been, it's been read around the country, you know, maybe around the world, mm-hmm. um, that, that I, I went home and wrote it because uh, when I was first working in the um, – but and and I'm not one of those people that can, that can can do that. I mean, I I've written, I've written a lot of poetry and stuff like that. But like I'm, I'm I gotta sit down and pick it up and read it because I can't remember it verbatim, right? So like I I, I envy you know, people like her. I said, wow, I wish I could do that. Yeah. But um, sometimes people have recited my stuff, <laughs> you know, like you know, verbatim, right? And I'm like, it you know, takes work though. Yeah. I mean, for some oh, yeah, people, yeah. maybe they're just yeah. so gifted yeah. that they can yeah. just do it. Oh yeah, but yeah. I actually have to put in yeah. the work. Yeah, and yeah. Read it over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then but then. <laughs> but then you get it. But the because uh, like this, uh, this 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 poem is, is called um, I'm I'm gonna send it to you. Uh, it's called I apologize for them, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason and, and I wrote it in 20 minutes and it is broken. It, they've even read it in, in in women's prisons and had rivals mm. openly embracing each other and crying with each other because they and and What's but, the title again? I apologize for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes, uh, 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 let me see if I can remember some of it, right? I apologize for the first time or anyone caused you pain. I apologize for all the times you cried out in vain. I apologize for the uh, the uh, um, the that like you, uh, you had to endure and stuff like that. I apologize for um, the uh, uh, for all those uh, all the pain you suffered as a little child. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I apologize for all the caused puddles um, and. and uh, for apologies for every um, um, droplet, you know, to form puddles after a while, you know, and but this, but the whole idea is like, I'm I'm apologizing for people, you know, uh, who did wrong to, to, to people, right? But the person never told them, or it's not even there, like it's not even alive anymore. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, right? You know, well maybe the person's alive, but just is not telling the person. So I said I'm apologizing for them. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it's it's um, but it's but, it, but here's the thing about it, you know, to show you how God works. I was working at the re- rehab. I just started working there. I wrote this in 1996, I think I wrote it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to send it to you. But it's, it's, I, I wrote in 1996, this young lady, and, and mind you, I was involved with NA and stuff like that, you know, products. Like, don't forget, 1986, I had 10 years clean, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I'm, I've heard a whole ton of stories, right? This young lady, she must have been about, you know, she was fairly attractive. She's one of the clients. And uh, she... She came. She said, "Can I speak to you?" And I said, "Sure." So she's telling me her story, her whole story about like how she was. You can see that she was a very pretty child, mm-hmm. you know, from the, from the way she because she's very attractive. But you can see that she's worn, you know. Uh-huh. You can see it, but it, but she still has, you know, the looks are still there. But you can see it, you know, like, especially mm-hmm. in her eyes, you know, like you know, like it's. And she was in yet another abusive relationship. But his, her, her story was like, for the time she can remember mm-hmm. from birth, mm-hmm. right, she was abused in her household every way you can imagine by the people in the household. Wow. You know, sexually, mentally, mm-hmm. um, physically, uh, you name it, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, when I heard this, when I heard her story, right, I had heard the same story. I don't know how many times before that. Uh, the same story, you know, yeah. from different people. Mm-hmm. But something moved me and I went home and I, and, and I, I just wrote out you know, I just wrote this out in like 20 minutes because mm-hmm. you know, I, I I can write like that. You know, I wrote it out in, in 20 minutes, and uh, and it's fairly it's long. It's not real long, but it's it's it's, it's uh, quite a few uh, lines, right? Mm-hmm. And and I gave and I came and I and I gave it to her the next day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so like she 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 broke she broke down, right? But here's the thing, right? After I wrote it, went like like when you do whatever you do, mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. or or you, 
when when I when you write something, right? Then you read it back to yourself. You know, you, you sit down and you read what you wrote. My life was nothing like that. I, mean, I, I came from a two-family, uh, uh, um, you know, solid upbringing and stuff like that. You know, middle-class family, and <laughs> her life was nothing like mine. I went, I went through none of that stuff. Uh-huh. And when I read it back, right, I started crying like a baby. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. so it, it, it touched me because, like, when, when people say, "Did you write that?" I said, "Well, no, I did. I didn't." You know, I said, God vote. He just happened to use, the, <laughs> use my hand to, 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 you know, to, to do it, you know, and, this, and then to put that stuff down there, right? And, and it's, it's, it's touched so many people, just like, like what you said, like, you know, it brings people to tears, right? Because, like, it's sent, it's sent through, through Dora, right? right? To be delivered to, to, to these people, yeah. That's interesting. That's profound. As a matter of fact, yeah. it reminds me of, uh, of uh, Christopher Wallace, mm-hmm. Biggie, um, and other rappers of his time. That it became so popular, from what I read and, and begin to believe, mm-hmm. that they were really providing a voice for those people who didn't have a voice. Yeah. In our community. Yeah. A voice for the voiceless. Yes. yes right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So you were providing a voice mm-hmm. for those in prison. The woman. It was this woman you said. No, no I'm saying that. No, that. No, I'm saying that's just one. Of, no, this was for, uh, for this one woman. I wrote it. But I'm gonna say, but the one that that the point was read by so many people. Right. That well, was so not, popular. Yeah, but yeah. it was in so many different places. Yeah. Like, I, 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 like I was just giving one example. Like, in, in the, um, somebody said, "Can I read this in a prison that I go to? You know, like, like Christmas time, you know, in uh, to, to some women's prison." Mm-hmm. And um, and and I said, "Sure." You know, so they they took it up there and then they came back and told me, "You know, it just you know just it messed them up, but in a good way." Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. now somebody's telling me I'm sorry uh-huh. for something they want to hear from somebody, uh-huh. you know, before. And sometimes it even applies to itself. Yes, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to take another break. But before I do, uh, could you tell the listening audience how they can contact you and uh website or anything of that nature? Sure. Um, the uh, books and so forth. Yeah, my, um, my, uh, my book, well, my, both books, um, uh, Crisis in Urban Black America, um, um, Christ in Urban Black America and uh, you, you're, you're Not My Friend, spelled Y-O-U-R-E, Not My Friend. Uh, Christ in Urban Black America is about the stuff that you know, we don't look at that we do to ourselves. And we, we need to pay attention to that stuff because we know what other folks are doing, but we need to focus on correcting the stuff that we do. And like I, like I tell parolees and other people who are incarcerated, I said we need to stop helping them out. <laughs> yes. You know, because, um, and so, but that's, um, crisis in urban black America is about that. Uh, you're not my friend. Is uh, it's a drug prevention book, right? For um, the parents, guardians, mentors, and relatives of, of preteens. Mm-hmm. This to be read to the child and then discussed afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, not just to get to the child to read, you know, and and then let the child just read it. You know, you have to discuss it with it because it shows how drugs set you up and how it turns on you. That's why the name is you're not my friend. Yes. Currently. It's it's available on, on um, only on uh, Amazon Kindle, mm-hmm. right? Unless unless for bulk orders, you people can contact me uh, via my uh, email address, uh, Numel N U M E L at Verizon dot net. <clears throat> that's N U M E L at Verizon dot net, and um, that's for for, for for large orders. Um, but if somebody has uh, just wants to order it, uh, either either book, for uh, they can order it on Kindle. Um, through I mean Amazon Kindle, and um, under those titles, mm-hmm. and then you then you can get them. And you're also available for public speaking. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I, I do I do a lot of you know, mm-hmm. 
speaking of work, because I'm trying I'm trying to get a, a, a message across to people, and one of the things like I said, you know, my main message is like you know the impact that we have on our little kids by the actions that we do, you know, whether it's uh, uh, improper practices that we have, mm-hmm. you know, like making like making rich people richer, you know, <laughs> but but they keep on buying their right. overpriced sneakers and stuff like that. Yes. You know. And what about your um, uh, appearances on like Here and Now mm-hmm. and other uh, TV stations? Well, yeah. Well, when, when I when I do things like that or or a show like yours, you know, it's it's just mainly thing to let people know like uh, you know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, and and to basically like you know where can we smell the coffee, especially now since that, that new guys in, in in the White House, I forget his name. Yeah. But this, that's we need to you know start. We need to wake up. Yeah. And say because we know what's, what we're, we're up against, so yeah. we 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 need to stop helping them out. Absolutely. Stop helping them out. You know that's. Um, do, do I have do I have a second more? I can say something. Hmm? Do I have another? Yes. Second? Yes. Of course. That's why I was telling a group of. Um, pro, like I said, I do a, a lot of uh, presentations to parolees now, right? And uh, I was telling people, I said, do you know why they're building, spending billions of dollars to, to, to build new prisons? Because of the word confidence. They're so confident that we'll keep doing what we do to each other. Yeah. That these prisons are not just for anybody in, in this room that I'm talking to in, 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 a, in, a, in a prison or in a parole mm-hmm. uh, site. It's for your kids and your kids' kids. Yes. You know, because like then nobody's gonna spend that, that that kind of money on something just for the people in this room. Because 50 years from now, like we'll all be gone. Mm-hmm. You know, but our kids are there, and our kids kids are there. But they're so confident that we're gonna keep on giving them the bad examples. That's why they keep building these things. Well, on that note, uh, we're gonna rest on that word example mm-hmm. and come back and explore that word. We sure. take a brief break. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, are we eating the right foods? 
Mm. You know, in, ingesting the things that are healthy for us, or are we regurgitating? You know, like they say in, in the computer industry, garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> you know, so what are we ingesting? What are the thoughts that we have going through our mind? Uh, today being Sunday, many of us go to places of worship. Mm-hmm. However, when we leave those doors, we go back into reset and to doing negative things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's my contention that every day, every moment of your uh, uh, being awake should be mm-hmm. um, concentrating on being positive mm-hmm. and, and making a positive contribution mm-hmm. to, to our um, community. So uh, with you being part of that that uh, that. Uh, um, that force. Mm. Uh, what do you recommend uh, for those of us in the uh, in the community, especially those who are following the likes of uh, Christopher Wallace mm. and the <clears throat> hip hop community mm. and, and other communities um, that seem to have an impact on us? Um, you know, um, it's the examples because. I, I use this example, this particular example, a lot, you know, because the, uh, you know, as, as you can see, I'm not, I'm not a Hasidic Jewish person, right? Yeah, I, I detected yeah, you, that. You detected yeah. it when I came in. You know, was, but this, this, like I was, uh, whenever I, I could do any, um, any presentation anywhere, I always tell people, I said, you know, for, I might ask, ask the question: Is there any one group of people on the planet that's better than any other other group, mm-hmm. right? The answer you know, always comes down. Even somebody might have a, an, an answer, and, but, you know, but but mostly people get it. You know, they say, "Well, well no," mm-hmm. and, and they're right because there's no religious group that's better than, than any other group of people. There's no cultural group, national group, you know, anything like that that's better than any other group. Mm-hmm. But there are groups of people that handle their business and their fears better than other folks. Mm-hmm. To give an example, like in Crown Heights and and um, and. Um, in, in where, where I happen to live, there's um, there's city Jewish uh, community, mm-hmm. and then there's the rest of us, mm-hmm. right? The city Jewish community teach their children how to succeed from birth. Mm-hmm. The, the, the majority of us don't do that, mm-hmm. you know. So we we have an example. So like they 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 teach them how to. You know, how to um, you know, do things the right way. They don't teach them how to pay uh, more attention on Air Jordan or um, true religion jeans or overpriced um, um, clothing mm-hmm. or the, the biggest TV screen, the latest phone, and, and, and all of this and on and on and on. And on. They don't teach them how to keep up with the Joneses, right, which mm-hmm. that term is still used. You know, They don't teach them that. They teach them how to build capital. And then when you get to a certain point, you can do what you want with it. Mm-hmm. Right? But you know, they, they also you know, teach them how to keep on investing but in, and then live comfortably. But there's... Folks that look like me that don't do that, you know, we spend a lot of time trying to impress other people by spending money mm-hmm. and giving money and basically giving money to people who are so rich that it's ridiculous mm-hmm. that, that they 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 don't need it. They don't have a problem paying rent or feeding their family or any of that stuff. But we consistently give it to them so we could. I, I was talking to a, a group of. Um, um, guys on parole the other day, right last week, mm-hmm. and one guy said that um, that was uh, one guy said, uh, well, the, <clears throat> well, I like to buy my my children, you know, stuff, you know, uh, uh, nice things, mm-hmm. 
and myself. And as a matter of fact, well, the, uh, there was two parole officers that was happened to be in the room, and they just happened to echo what I was saying. Nice thing doesn't necessarily mean you know overpriced, mm-hmm. you know because nice things are nice things because I was telling them like I've seen, I've seen um, because sneaker stores like you know all over the place now, mm-hmm. and I've seen all kinds of like all kinds of sneakers, all kind and mind you like I said um, the uh, the most expensive sneaker now um, like you know those Jordan things like that they cost sixteen dollars to make. But they're selling them for three hundred dollars and stuff like that. Now, are you aware that there are pawn shops that actually accept sneakers? It, yeah. And, and then they mark them up. They they do all that stuff. They're pristine condition. They do all that stuff. And I didn't realize that because when they have these these sneaker releases mm-hmm. at the at Foot Locker right. or wherever, mm-hmm. they have people lined up overnight right. to get yeah dibs on buying this new release sneaker. Right. And they use it as an investment. They, they they do and and but but the thing the thing that's so that's so ridiculous about that is that that's not going to last you know because no. anything you know but don't forget this is just rubber and, and rubber and, yeah. and and leather mm-hmm. you know this is something that you know that's not going to last and like and it's not it's not like gold it's not, not like people like buying gold right. or, or precious gems and stuff like that right right where the value can fluctuate but it's still worth what it's worth because of the amount of money that it took to like get these things out the ground, you know. So like you know, there 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 are these are real uh, things, uh, and they they're expensive because for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. Or, or clothing that's um, this this uh, hand woven and made into a suit mm-hmm. that you can fall asleep in and wake up and there's not a wrinkle in it. Right. You know, there's I mean these things are expensive, you know, for a reason because you know the, the labor that went into it. But like when you're mass producing. Mm-hmm. A pair of sneakers in another country, by the way, mm-hmm. right where the people made any any anything, right. you know, and then you sell it to you know the people, and they think that this is the way to go is like by spending like by having like as many Air Jordan, like you know, what what year what year in college is, is your child in, right? Right. Oh no, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. Well, well, well you can't you can't teach what you've never learned. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so yeah. Right. part of mm-hmm. the healing process yes. mm-hmm. for our community. Yeah. Is that those of us who have this right. information, mm-hmm. we have a responsibility right. to lift each mm-hmm. other up, and we have a responsibility to give out this information Absolutely. because you can't teach what you've never learned. Right. There are some people that can just out of observation mm-hmm. say, "Oh, that's what I should be doing," but that's not most people. Right. Most right. people don't learn that. Right. Way. Right. So when you have this, when you have generation upon generation mm-hmm. who are used to not having, right. mm-hmm. and then they feel, especially the young people, they mm-hmm. feel important right. because they were able to acquire a $300 pair of right. sneakers. Mm-hmm. So there's something in their consciousness. Mm-hmm. See, bottom line is no matter what we do, mm-hmm. everybody does what they do because they want to feel good. Absolutely. We don't feel good. Yeah. So if a pair of sneakers will make us feel right. good mm-hmm. or a, a sweatshirt that has a particular brand name, uh-huh. you know, on the front of it, if that makes you feel good, that's why our people do that. We are so used to not feeling good. Absolutely. So yeah. we as elders mm-hmm. and we as those who have the capability mm-hmm. to lead others, it's our responsibility not to 
down our people for mm-hmm. that because we tend to, you know, many of us, and I've, you know, mm-hmm. keeping it real, I've done it myself. Mm-hmm. How could you think that way? How could you do that? Mm-hmm. No, you're not me. You're going to think the way you're going to think. That's you're going to do right, whatever right. it is you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But my responsibility is to show you in a way that's not putting you down to being mm-hmm. who you are mm-hmm. of how to lift yourself and your family higher. Right. Right. And that's the charge that we have. Yeah. Yeah. That is the charge that we have. No, yeah, that's and then when we round table it, the brainstorming right. session looks something like, how do we do this? What ideas do you have? How can we reach right. you know, that family? How can we reach that community? Right. You know, what can we give them a value so that we're not making them feel like they're wrong? Because they're not wrong. Yeah. All they're doing is living, and they're doing the best they can. Yeah. They're yeah. not wrong. Yeah. So that they could do better, they would have. Yeah. So we have to find a way. We have to yeah. find um, creative, creative, uplifting ways. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. Excellent point. I think that uh, uh, interdependence comes to mind. Yeah. That we're only as strong as our weakest link. Right, yeah. And that um, the fact that it's not when we say we've been, we've been hoodwinked and bamboozled. Yeah, right, yeah. Let astray. Let astray, that's astray. right. Yeah. To thinking that um, keeping score is, is what we should be doing mm-hmm. all the time. And that's, you know, that's the sports influence. You know, either mm-hmm. there's either a winner or a loser. Right. But in true analysis, it's you either win or you learn. Right. You don't lose. You just learn or win. So anyway, I, what, what do you have? I, I have good news and, mm-hmm. and and the bad news because like what what, what you were talking about, right, is, is right. That's what the brand. See, just like what happened in in um, I was telling the guys in that in that parole um um group just last week, it was like the four, doing four of them this month, doing mm-hmm. one in a couple of days. The um. This is where conversation comes open, you know. Like every, now, everything's on the table, you know, and like with, without being judgmental, you know, what I'm saying like here's the story. Now, how do we fix the story? Because like yeah. you know, he goes, he goes, right? He goes like you know, because we have to have a conversation, you know, and 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 nobody's down in and in, uh, uh, anybody, but mm-hmm. now we have here we have a forum where we have a conversation. Like here's the story, right? And oh, and and how how do we how do we fix it? But here's the ugly. Here's the ugly, and this is the part that, that, that gets people right. Here's the ugly. When, when all, all all these things that we're conditioned to do, right? Mm-hmm. People who can't af- afford these things, but they but they they're wearing them and, and buying them and, and, and all the time. Mm-hmm. Here's the ugly part. And you know, when I was telling them, you know, they, all they would all, these guys were just shaking their said, "Well, you right about that." And they would give me different examples, right? If when when you can't afford these three hundred dollars sneakers or two hundred dollars sneakers or whatever it is, and, and true religion jeans, it costs all this money and this and that, but you want your your, your your child to look to, to have nice things, right? Mm-hmm. What here's, here's here's the ugly. Those other kids that don't have that, right? Mm-hmm. Will take that, mm-hmm. and and in a lot of cases they take your child's life in the process mm-hmm. because they don't want they don't they don't, they don't have it they don't have the means to get it right. right. So they they notice and well this is important to me so I'm gonna take it from your child mm-hmm. and then just like in prison you're like what size you wear those oh those are my size. You know, and that, that's the way it works. I said, but you're, this is your child, right? And this is the way it is because, like, you know, this it, 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 this is the real ugly part about it because, like, they would just take it, and here's the other part of the ugly. For people who can't afford it because they don't, they're not making the, uh, the, the money, you know, to, to afford to buy these things, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to get the money to get get Guess where they get it from? The rest of us. Yeah. In the community, yeah. so you know, there's the ugly. So it's not a matter of just like you know, you want to have it, you know, to make you feel good, right? Mm-hmm. But where are you going to get the money? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get paid, right? But where, where are you going to get paid from? 
from from taking it from your neighbors. Right. And and then and like I said, and putting your, your child in, and and like you have a a, a a a meek little child, right? That you want to look good, right? But these other kids know that you know, this child is always dressing nice, right? I'm gonna just take that. I'm gonna just go over there and take just yeah. take it. Yeah. You know, and like you know, hurt the kid, kill the kid. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say kid, I mean anyway from like from 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 six, seven, eight years old to fifteen, twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, they just take it. You know, and they cause they, they literally kill people over stuff like this. Well, I'm happy you touched upon that, and perhaps the next time we have mm-hmm. you as a guest, which I hope will be soon. Okay. Um, we can talk about. There's a word that I'm sure everyone has heard, the word karma. <laughs> you know, and there's so many of us. Yeah. Uh, who uh, have created negative karma for ourselves yeah. on many different levels. Yeah. And again, the African tradition, we always were very much aware before we came uh, to this part of the world uh, as, as enslaved uh, uh, warriors that we knew it behooved us to do unto others as we would have others do unto yeah. us. Um, and I think the, the other thing I'd like to cover is the, the aspect of health. Because mm. uh, indeed our show is grassroots holistic health mm. talk radio, and um, I would suggest that uh, we have a conversation about what example we set by drinking alcohol, mm. by uh, using over-the-counter drugs, mm. as it were, mm. uh, by misusing uh, uh, certain uh, uh, entities that that are detrimental. Mm. Food, as an example, mm. you know, you teach by example. Mm-hmm. And I pornography. think pornography. Yeah. Yes, yes, pornography. Yeah. Uh, we have games, yeah. uh, video games. Yeah. Very violent. Very violent. Yeah. And uh, what's the, the, the term you use? The sign of insanity is repeating. Oh, the definition of insanity. Yeah. Yeah, repeating the same thing. You know, looking for different and results. Yes. Different yeah. Yes. So it's high time that we start uh, having a wake-up call yeah. amongst each other. And having positive peer pressure, right. as it were, uh, those who uh, who know better mm-hmm. do better, mm-hmm. you know, and nudge those in our circle of right. influence to do better That's than they are doing. That's the way it works. So, my brother, I want to thank you so much again. No, thank you for, for joining <laughs> us, man. You thank know, you. Peace, love, and blessings mm-hmm. to you. Um, I, I really appreciate you sharing your time and your wisdom mm-hmm. and your life's journey mm-hmm. uh, to those of us. Uh, uh, here in the, in the studio and those of you who are listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must add also that uh, my website, uh, which is drumsofchange.com, I repeat, <coughs> that's drumsofchange.com, you can access, uh, we have a drum store and a bookstore, but we, my, my, one of my missions, my ministry is to advocate the, uh, the drum, and, and that is that Every household within the African diaspora, uh, for sure, should have a drum and a designated drummer so that any special event, such as this show, that the drum is played mm-hmm. and, and, and that we pay homage to that. Uh, and then also there can be a conversation around the drum, mm-hmm. a conversation about our African rituals, our African traditions mm-hmm. that were healthy and life-sustaining. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, uh, we end the show with uh, saying, uh, giving thanks to the One Most High, to the ancestors, to the Eurishas, to the deities, the guardians, and our angels that continue to guide us and protect us. So I say namaste, assalamu alaikum, peace and love, hetepu, and one love.
Until next time, we will be with you next Sunday, and that will be next Sunday at 1 p.m. Stay tuned and recommend our show to those in your circle, and, uh, of course, visit our archives. Peace and love to everyone. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.